Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. The play Dutchman by poet and playwright Amiri Baraka premiered at the Cherry Lane Theater over 50 years ago in 1964. But apart from its dated references, it feels like it could be an allegory for present-day USA. I sat down with director Christopher Rasheed Stevenson and performers Malcolm B. Hines and Jonathan Schenk to discuss their production, adapting, and updating Baraka's work entitled Flying Dutchman, currently running at the tank. Take a listen. I'd like to start with everyone's name on the mic, so uh, let me know who you are and what you did on the show. I'm Christopher Rishi Stevenson. I directed and sound designed it. I love that you did that. I was going to say, who did your sound? (laughs) See, as somebody who also directs and does sound design, I appreciate that you know that those two things are very... control freak. Well, they're they're also important. Oh, yeah, somebody else who thinks sonically. And what is the name of the show? Uh, Flying Dutchman. Brilliant. And we also have the cast. Welcome, gentlemen. Your names? Uh, Jonathan Shank, and I played Lula. Uh, Malcolm Hines, and I played Clay. And, okay, so anyone who's got their big old uh, theater history nerd or maybe, like, 60s nerd or... um, you know, like Bohemian nerd on might know of Dutchman, but this is not Dutchman. Uh, tell me, like, what the piece is. Like, I just maybe give like a quick uh, explanation of Baraka's Dutchman, and uh, then let's go into what Flying Dutchman Absolutely. is. Yeah, um, Baraka's original was written in 1964, and it kind of takes place over a night uh, between a young black dude and a white woman at night in the subway. Um, And it's basically a conversation that kind of, um, throughout the course of it, starts very kind of um, mannered and and kind of like, it's kind of intoxicating, but then it gets, it's very violent and very not fun as it goes on. Um, And it's that simple, the original is. What's so fascinating is that, um, I'm curious to know like what you changed uh, and and how much you changed because um, I think uh, from what I saw on stage tonight, this story very much fits in 2018. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you have to do to the piece to... to what, what, what did you do to the piece updated other than the, um, of course, contemporary references? Um, that, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. When the contemporary references, everything else is just, you know, Chris chopped the play up. It's a little bit longer. Uh, it ends more epically. It, there's another part when you see the watch the film that it goes on and they have a little another spiel. But the way he ended it, it's cut well and it's just the references. We went from wow. Baudelaire, Baudelaire to Shakespeare um, and from blues to hip hop because that's of the relevancy. Just Char- to have Charlie people. Parker. Charlie, Parker. Charlie Parker and Betsy yes, Smith yeah. were in there, yeah. but we knew I knew to replace those with. Jordan Peele and Beyonce because they're the two oh, most Iconic, rele- relevant you know, things um, that people are talking about right now. So just to use those in there, and you know, we had him talk about hip hop instead of the blues, so it'll resonate more with people. We got a lot of hip hip hop's the new culture now. Mm-hmm. It's a culture. Rap music's the culture. So to have him do that, it definitely identifies with everybody in the room. Sure resonates more. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That we added the Me Too mm-hmm. part of it. Ooh, that yeah. was brutal. Yeah. Hell, uh, yeah. I mean, it was a little last minute, but it just felt kind of right to just push it a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, help, help, and Me Too, you know, it's why already, not? Like, okay. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. already uncomfortable language. Um, we live in an uncomfortable society, and we, we're not put on this planet to be comfortable, to my knowledge. So to be able to work and to be, you know, from the get-go, it's about sexuality. It's about... Uh, it's about human beings and what we go through as men, women, for whatever culture you are, but especially the 
the psyche of the black man being in this world um, that he has to deal with. And uh, I, it resonates absolutely right now. Everything, every part of it. We look at it like a new age Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. In a way, like, definitely. The word is- every, if you really, really take everything into account, like everything we say is symbolic. Almost, and know. yeah, if you're gonna talk New Age Shakespeare, you got to be talking to Mary Baraka. So that's yeah, cool. his words are just the tools for us to yeah. just say. You know, they very they flowed, and the language is so thick that mm-hmm. we were able to really use that to, you know, yeah, exactly, speak every word, entice, bring people. You know, and and that kind of goes a little bit into the play of that uh, hypnotic kind of, you know, feeling of everybody around us, you which know? makes it even all the more. Uh, I guess pointed when the language stops being so like um, you know seductive and starts turning to very pointed, mm-hmm. uh, very like ugly language. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's vulgar and yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's in, I'm guessing that's in the original. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. All, that's the thing is like it resonates when he says you know uh, a tradition you ought to fill oppressed by. You know what I mean? We talks about stuff like that. Like there's so much impression regardless. You know what I mean? It goes on in our life. So like. Wearing a black man wearing a suit, you know what I mean? What right do you have to be a part of this corporate world in America? And then the duality of like the nigga inside you or the, you know what I mean? Or the like real strong Afrocentric, like the heart of you, you know, you're all those things. I am a Mary Baraka and I'm, I'm you know. But also all speaking to the fact that you had never read this, I sent them something um, like a, a production of like The Slave also, um, like a few years ago. And I just wanted them to know like, I was surprised that people came tonight. Like, I was surprised that like people come at all to this because he is very alienating mm-hmm. his yeah. plays. Like, they're they they very mean spirited. So it's like if you he he was like the poet laureate of like Newark for a while, and they they snatched that away from him because he his work is just so like it's so antagonistic. You well, know? What kind of poetic justice is it that his son now is the mayor? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. what we call poetic justice. Yeah, we got to get him in here. Oh yeah, 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 when's Raz coming yeah, to the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah be cool. that's, that's a shout out. We need to do a shout out. Thought about the that mayor the, day, of, uh, the mayor of um, Newark. Of Newark. Newark, great. Yeah, yeah getting come to the show, free comp. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about that. I'm really curious about like the choice that you guys made, which seems to be a very deliberate choice. Not having seen the original, I'm not. It's it's the the characters are a, a black man and a white woman, and uh, you might have heard, listeners, uh, that there is not a uh, obvious. Uh, woman's voice uh, on yeah. this podcast, Jonathan. You're playing uh, this woman. What, what were the what were the sexual you know, I what what were the sexual politic ideas that you're trying to th- throw into the piece by adjusting the gender? Um, I would say going into it, it it's more of a, a gender blur. We don't want to kind of put a put a cap on it. Mm-hmm. it, it it's two, two men kind of talking about these issues is a little bit more like intense than I, I, I guess you'd say like a woman and a man. Um, but going into the, se- the sexuality and things like that, it's like I, I'm, I'm a man, I'm playing uh, a, the human being of this person. Like Lula is also not a human. Like it's, it's the entity of so much force, manipulation and power and, and, and just to, to put, you know, Put it into a couple of words. I guess you just say it's like uh, it doesn't. It, it was okay. It was weird. I don't know. It's, it was weird going into it right, right away um, because you know how am I going to play this? But well, it's funny. But you like know? you, you did it with like no asking any questions. Like I, I, I yeah. told him about it, and I was, I was kind of joking because I thought he was going to be like, like stop. Playing. I was like, am I playing clay? Exactly. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, John, you want to do this play? Uh, look at this. And he, he sent it back. I think I and that. he was like, this is intense. I'm down. But who would I be? And I was like. Lula, clearly, you know, it's, so. it's like, and he jumped right into it, like, so it started off as kind of like a, like, 
what would this be like if we kind of changed the dynamic? And he even brought up like it could be interesting if you had two women doing it, like yeah, you know, it, like just uh, yeah, yeah. I think like if we if this show to keep running, it wouldn't it would only work if you had a you know it didn't mm-hmm. do it. You I would never so want to do it traditionally, like uh, because yeah, of what we're way. done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean like I I look at it's too clean that this. way. Yeah, you want it to be more like dirty vigorously. Yeah, um, this is how you make it as dangerous. As yeah, like if you had understudies, I mean you have you have two men, it automatically becomes about two about power. And yeah. not just like, mm-hmm. you know, And then sexuality. if two women, it's totally about something different. But it's, exactly. I think, um, as the actors and after doing it, like, in, at the break and doing it now, I started to see this kind of very Edward Norton, Tyler Durden effect. Mm-hmm. As oh, far wow, as, yeah. like, yeah, as far as, like, it wasn't, it was about the Dutchman, but it was also about, like, he's in my head. If this he's was a TV show, I'd you know? see him. And there's some stuff we do, like, I let him tie my tie, even though, you know what I mean? There's certain I'm, he's, he bought me the shoes I wear. So there's certain things that are like, you know what I mean? Like this is an entity in your head and you use a little method with it to where it's like, he's real, but he's not like, we bring each other to life. Am I real? You question that, you know what I mean? The Apple questions is that. And to get back to reality, abiding that and saying, okay, I do see him. I see a woman, you know what I mean? Even though, mm-hmm. you know, he's not, you know, what y'all see and what the audience sees is yeah. what different what Clay sees sitting there. So I had to really type of Tyler Durden, like seeing this, person in my head and um, being able to go from there to where like he grows, she grows as an entity. You know it's what like I mean? Yeah. Two sides of Mary Baraka's yeah. consciousness yeah. in both of these. Because like I, I started it um, in this version, I, I was almost just, I started it as me. Like, hello, I'm not I'm putting on a voice, not putting anything. And then slowly as the play goes on, I can use like the sexuality to get what I want. That was like a huge direction. You know, like use the things to manipulate and and, and stab and tweak and, and use all those in- Like gender as weapon or performance. Yes, yeah. yes, as yeah. just- uh, yeah. And I feel like that, especially tonight, this is one of those first nights where the, the Caitlyn Jenner line was really oh, the action. Oh, ouch. Yeah. I got the wave. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> you feel that in the audience. You were like, Yo. Well, I mean, being played, but like I said, like, the, from the get-go, it's just uncomfortable language. People aren't used to know. So, you know, when he breaks that fourth wall and he's um, talking to the audience, it's really meant to fucking eat at you. And I want, you know what I mean, people to question uh, everything. I want them to go and talk about, when they leave this play, to go and talk about sexuality and, and cultures and race, race and all, yeah, that yeah. Shit, all that stuff. And about, you know what I mean, Why what that means to them. What makes Why, you feel yeah. uncomfortable? Because I don't think mm-hmm. you should be doing you know art happy go lucky yeah the I, I just don't yeah. and not at this point in our society yeah for sure yeah, this no, 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 is no, no, for me at this point in our society i just think the more you know the more we kind of push the envelope and make people think and uncomfortable like james baldwin and mary baraka and jack kerouac and all the beatniks before us that we're doing the right thing and we shouldn't be you know it's all you can always go right up to 42nd and go see hello dolly but exactly. yeah, exactly. you're around some yeah. real shit yeah. Get around the real shit and go home and talk about it. You know what I mean? Come down Eighth Avenue, come with the uh, So, and it's one other thing that I wanted to look at is um, this idea of like the, the very aggressive nature of the language and also the performance style. I mean, I think that's probably uh, I haven't I like I, I think I mentioned this earlier. I had not read this piece. I didn't know this piece before I came in, yeah. and I would guess that this is this kind of like. Assault on the audience sort of feel was probably what Baraka was going for. No, in, that was us. I, no, we wanted the no. Brechtian approach. His was very like, oh it's really? Play. It, we're into Honest, this. Like yeah, we really. were like, Ugh, like let's give it to everybody. Well, it, 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 it felt very much. Um, 
I guess I guess what I'm trying to get at is like it felt like oh that's a super like 60s approach. Like, exactly. I'm thinking like exactly. a, uh, Paradise mm-hmm. Now like living theater exactly. like you know wow like going right at the audience and we don't seem I mean we don't do that no. very much. No. Even the audi- now. audiences hate that. And so yeah. that was my yeah, yeah, yeah. all to lead <laughs> yeah, to this question of like though, right? how did the audience react? Because I'm the type of guy that's just like Shout at me. I get it. I get where you're going. Like, exactly. I, I have like my theater I, brain going on. It's, it's but like, do some people freak out? A lot of people. Like, yeah, my fr- like my friend, my, like I went to go dap my friend up there waiting for me now. And like just everyone else when I walked in, it's kind of like they don't know how to approach you. You know what I mean? But that's a good thing because we've had, you know, this is the third show. We had audience um, stay and ask questions. We had people just, you know, mesmerized at the thought. But like I said, it's for that. We do this with no apologies. And it's not like a fuck you, but it's like, do you really understand what you're living in now? Yep. Um, and uh, I just hope it's a reality check for people that don't normally come to the theater and they can, you know, the next time they come across something that is unjustified or wrong, or if they find themselves in a predicament of where trying to judge or trying to, you know, be a bigot or some shit like that, they mm-hmm. can look back on this and be like, wait a minute, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> like, of the problem. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It's almost like, and know, hopefully that reality check is there for the people who do come to the theater have, often too. Yeah, I hope them, they're getting that. Well, the well, it's always within. You know what I mean? Like that's what we want to get people. We want to get you going within when you go home and say, well, you know, just as a white American, sorry, if that just as no, a white you. American, you know, or you know, am I am I gentrifying my neighborhood? Am I the problem? Not badly in a way of like, what can I do to be a part of the cause? Why am I not yeah, out here? Yeah. You know with other people or helping out to stop the lies. There's other stuff you can be doing, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what it is on a simple level. On a big level, like, you don't really know what's going on in this world. And you, you know, we all stereotype and we all, like, assume, you know what I mean? I still get it, you know I mean? People treat me like crash when I'm in Brooklyn now. You know what I mean? You cross the street, sit on the other side. Like, we still go through that as minorities, as a black man in, in New York City. So there's still, I can, like, leave here and still get these feelings and what it need, what we need to start questioning is we need to all sit down or even people need to look within and find out how does this apply to me not like oh, okay I was calling you this and I'm calling you that like how does this the morality of the silence of a black voice apply to you how does you know what I mean no for real like how does it like because that's what we're talking about we're talking about a man that's been able to pour out his heart and then he gets killed for it you know, I mean, they just killed another uh, another activist in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, uh, so just for being a part of a movement, and they don't—you're only allowed so much. And to know that, like some some cultures in this first world America we live in, have to walk around playing defense and not offense. And so to look within that and to understand that, like, how does this apply to everybody—white, black, green, blue—to human beings? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's a, that's a real question of like. How does it apply to me? If I was seeing it and someone else is doing it, I would still, as a black American, be like, how does this apply to me? You know what I mean? How does it apply to me? The same way it should. You, people should ask themselves that. I mean, we all ask themselves that. You know, How does it apply to you? It does, and what do you need to talk about with whoever your relationship with, your friends? Like, I hope it gets people discussing not just this issues, but issues in general. Like, you know, transgender LGBTQ community. All right, black man extinct. You know what I mean? They're killing brothers left and right. All right, uh, what do I do as a white American guy that wants to get involved and want to be an activist? Like, I have people that I know ask these questions, you know what I mean? And like, they're friends of mine. So it's a matter of like, you have to look within yourself. We're hoping to help people look within yourself. I don't know, John. 
Uh, you also said, talked about um, in performance and reactions and stuff. So it was definitely a different um, kind of a show that I've been in um, where I'm able to really kind of go ahead and break that fourth wall whenever I want, you know, because it's this, you know, uh, for me, starting it, it's like we're both in this uh, psyche, this, this bubble. And, you know, we're able to do things that we're normally not uh, allowed to do. Um, and, and I... I start it very, as Lula starts it very like smooth and slow, and then it kind of, she's allowed to co go on the snap. She's allowed to snap at the audience and kind of um, break those characters because she has multiple layers and she's, she's so much more than just a, a person. So like getting the reactions from some people, I, I, some people are leaning in more intentively. Some people are, you know, you, you hear their, ah, oh, or, you know, kind of stuff. I mean, afterward, I get a lot of, um, you know, way to keep up the energy like because it was it's a very intense show for a very yeah. uh, concentrated period of time it, you know it starts kind of maybe a little slow but then it just goes 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 he finally has a moment to speak and then boom done mm -hmm. so it's like wait where you know where's the conversation there's supposed to be you know so it's uh it was just yeah, i don't know it's pretty intense. I'm just a little uh, shaken up still. You know, we <laughs> That's fair. just went pretty hard for a couple. You know, I love, you, <laughs> I love that there. both of the actors are talking about like how does this conversation then move? Mm -hmm. Like how does it leave? Like how do we take this conversation and open it up and like ask ourselves like where do I fit in? How do we keep having this conversation about this play that we just saw, even mm -hmm. though it is just this 45 minute intense roller coaster ride? Like how do we keep it going? I, I wanna I just wanna like I want people to leave here, even after these ten shows, to be able to talk within themselves, not just me, not to like go home with your, your whoever your friends are and have a beer and talk about issues and if stuff gets brought up as far as it, race relations, whatever's brought up, I hope it resonates from here. Like to be able to like to get people I think that's our my main I mean our main objective is just to get people talking in a good way about what's going on in this fucking world man because like outside of here you like there's a lot of excuse my french fucked up shit happening in america and you know what i mean we kind of for 31 pages we're showing you a lot of it you know what i mean and it's just how you receive it or if you right mean, on the nose like, right on the right, nose like, and when people ask me like what's stats, this play about stats, be like stats. human human beings like you know what i mean and it's and it's a hard you know it's a hard thing to grasp when we're talking about things that you're not necessarily gonna go home and talk to mom about, you know what I mean? Or, but maybe but, you gotta. But you gotta. That's where we're at. We're at a point where like no more f beating around the bush or trying to censor ourselves. Talk about these issues, you know what I mean? And we've all, going through this, we've experienced moments where like someone has did this. Someone's went off like Clay. Someone, like in real life, like you mm -hmm. get on the train now, there's a black lady saying like, you know, FDs, you know what I mean? Like going off. And you're like, she may be crazy or delirious, but is she wrong? To have a voice, you know what I mean? She might be out of her mind and homeless, but if she's yelling at you the same way he's yelling at this audience, it's the same thing, you know what I mean? Of like, you don't know the pure part. We don't know the true, the heart, you know what I mean? Of of certain cultures and certain things, you know what I mean? And so, uh, I, even as human beings, and so we need to be aware of that. And I feel like this is a great play to help you get aware back of like what's going on in your world and all this world. We could all be so lucky as to do a show where everybody walks away questioning the nature of what is going on in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, so at the very least, I think you guys are. I think you guys are doing it. But at the very least, that's 
it's a hell of a, a goal mm -hmm. to have, and it's yeah. an incredibly noble goal. Mm -hmm. um, be part of it. Yeah. You, you should be. It's, a, great, it's some great, great work. We're great at show. the tank. The show is Flying Dutchman. Yep. Uh, Y'all run through when? The 25th of February. 25th of February. Tickets and more information can be found at thetank.org. Or just come by the Tank Theater. Um, just come to the Tank Theater. Yeah. 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 Seven. Google yeah, it. Send Absolutely. it. You know, you can find us. I think it's in Time Out Magazine. Yeah, they did online Time Out and uh, Theater Fund, Development the Fund and yeah. uh, Culture. Yeah. What was so, that? Show Score? Yeah. Yeah, Show yeah, Score. Show score. Yeah. It was 85. 85 already, yeah. Nice. Yeah, good. Yeah, so, and now on your But good words as well. As and well, now go see your shows throwing it out there as well. Uh, this is what's really going to take you guys to the next level. Hey, yeah. Just not to talk too, uh, no. too highly of myself. Thank you guys so much for doing this. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christopher Rishi, Jonathan, and Malcolm for hanging out after the show to chat. You can catch Flying Dutchman at The Tank. If you haven't been to the most recent location of The Tank, do take note of their new address. They're now at 312 West 36th Street on the first floor in Manhattan. Flying Dutchman runs through February 25th, 2018. Head to thetanknyc.org for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Yeah, right on. Thanks, Thanks so sweet. much, man. Excellent stuff. Thank you.